Hey friends, welcome back to my podcast, My Broken Hallelujah. I'm Misty Reed. I know the last podcast I said I would probably be releasing more of my story of my childhood abuse, but I've just really felt led by the Holy Spirit to kind of jump on here and do a really quick podcast update, how whatever you want to call it, about where I was a couple of weeks ago and, and how it's going. You know, I was really, really struggling with my faith, and it got pretty dark. You know, I, I find my or found myself asking the Lord, can I even believe you? Can I trust you? Your word says all these things, and I don't I don't know anymore if I believe all those things. And that's really hard for me because I've never had my faith tested like that, nor did I ever think that I would find myself thinking that or saying that or questioning God. I was telling a friend of mine last week that it really was a testing of my faith on a level I never seen coming. And I really kind of feel like it was God trying to test me, to build my faith, to, I don't know all what to, (laughs) but it was, it was hard. And I'm, and I'm just now starting to come out of it because it was, I think I was watching a YouTube video or something where it says, you need to get in there and remember all the words, prophetic words that the Lord has spoken to you. And that's where you need to war from. So that's what I started doing. Interesting enough, I've only had one person ever prophesy over me, and that's my spiritual mom. And the Lord, of course, has given me visions and dreams and, you know, direct directions, I guess you could say, and and all of that of what I'm actually called to do and where he will take us in the ministry. But I've actually never had ever one time a prophet walk up and give me a word from the Lord. So I had to go and dig out all the words or recall all the words that the Lord had given me, even that my spiritual mama gave me and kind of renew my faith and and really try to build that back up. And I've had to make myself set down and read the word because I really, I just, I had no desire to do that. I had no desire to pray anymore. Um, It was hard to really, really just make myself do it. The distractions were unbelievable. Everything from doing laundry, we are in the process of moving. We're moving out of our rental. We're having to stay in a Airbnb for a little while until our home is ready. So I could easily distract myself with boxes to pack, organizing and all of that. And I had to sit down and make myself turn on praise music, open the Bible and read it. And I didn't even really know where to read. I would hear a speaker say, well, you know, this chapter, this book, um, we're really living out of a first and second Timothy. So I would be like, okay, I'll start there. 
And because I just, I couldn't hear from the Holy Spirit. So that's what I did. And slowly but surely, I I feel like I'm starting to come out of this. It's, I would love to tell you that I'm not still struggling a little bit, but I am, but I am coming out of it. I do feel closer to the Lord. My prayers have actually changed. I don't know if they've gotten deeper or more in line with what he or I should have been praying all along. I find myself asking God to show me what it means to live in the fear of God, in the awe of God, to live in the fire of God. And I know what comes with that. When you walk through the fire, there will be things that have to be burned up and off of you. And I find myself wanting that. Not that I want to stay in this place because it's not been fun. I have not enjoyed this part at all. But like I said, when I talked to my friend last week, she said, I feel like what God wants you to know is you didn't fail. You didn't give up and you didn't turn your back on him. You didn't walk away because I. it would have been easy. And I hate to say that. That is horrible to say. But it could have been easy to lay down everything that he has said he wanted us to do and accomplish, lay down the ministry, and just live a normal life. Not that I don't live a normal life, but you know what I mean. It it really would have been easy, but something in my heart just couldn't do that. Something in my heart was still tethered to his, thankfully. But when my friend told me that, it really, it helped me. It really did. That even though I walked through this hard time, (laughs) the valley of the shadow of death, no, I'm probably being a little bit dramatic. I'm not sure it was that bad, but it felt that bad. And to know that the Lord was saying, you didn't fail I'm actually proud of you that you didn't turn away, that you didn't say, this is too hard. I'm laying this down and I, I I can't do this. This is just too hard. That really, that really did something for me. So if you're struggling and you're questioning God, first of all, I'd like to tell you, that he is a big enough God that he can handle your questions. I still have questions. There's other things that I still find myself asking. Do you really do this? How how do you do this? How am I supposed to help you do this? It, you don't need my help, so to speak, but you know what I mean. And I think that that's okay. In fact, I know it's okay. God would rather you come to him and ask him the hard questions than to turn away from him completely because you didn't take the time to ask or it didn't happen to you the way you thought it would or you prayed for this person and they didn't get well 
or this person didn't turn their life around or this person, you know, or, or even you or family or something, it's easy to get caught up on all the things that you think didn't happen instead of the things that did. I won't even begin to pretend to understand why some get healed and don't and others don't. I, you know, I I don't know, but what I do know is God is always sovereign and he is always working from a place of love. And while I may never understand why I had to go in such a deep pit, I know that God will use it. He will turn it for his good to be used. I mean, I'm talking about it now, so maybe some of y'all are walking through it, but are coming out of it. But I just, I want to encourage you. I really, really want to encourage you to do what I did. As was it Jude one twenty says, but you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. And that's what I've been doing or trying. So it's going to be really crazy here the next couple of weeks. My plan is still to get a podcast in to talk about some of the things that Jesus helped me walk through and the healing that and deliverance that I got from all of that. There's still so much to go over from my childhood. But right now, I just felt like I was supposed to jump on and do this and and encourage you guys. Build up your holy faith. Pray in the Spirit. If you don't know how to do that, um, ask the Lord. Ask the Holy Spirit to come and baptize you in the Holy Spirit. If you're not comfortable with that, then just get your Bible out and start praying. I personally speak in tongues. My husband doesn't, and that makes him no less holy than me. So I just happened to grow up in that environment where that that was one of the gifts of the Spirit, and still is, but it's okay if you don't. You still have the Word of God, and you still have your prayers, and they are just as good. For me, praying in the Spirit is not just a gift of the Spirit, but it's also when I don't have the words to speak, I don't know the right words to speak, I don't want to offend by speaking the wrong words. So a lot of times I know when I'm praying in the Spirit, things will come to mind that it, the Holy Spirit brings up. And I know that when I'm speaking in tongues, I'm praying about that certain situation. And I don't have to have all the words that my prayer language and praying in the Holy Spirit, that's always right. And sometimes the right words will come to me, but some, and I will speak those out loud, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's just praying in the Holy Spirit for a while. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, sometimes it takes a minute, you know, sometimes it's just not an easy, quick prayer. Sometimes it takes 30. Sometimes it takes off and on all day. 
But I will usually get the words that I need for whatever I'm praying for, praying through. That's just a little explanation of what or why I believe praying in the Spirit is phenomenal. Again, it doesn't make anyone else less holy if you don't or more holy if they do. It's just a gift of the Spirit. But if you are wanting that, I would suggest that you go to your church if they believe in that, Find a, or if not, find a Bible-preaching, believing church that does do that, that does the laying on of hands and helps you bring forth your prayer language, or just ask God. I've known so many people who have been sitting at home praying and really just crying out to the Lord, and they were baptized on their own with nobody else in the room in the spirit and started speaking in tongues. One was my um, ex-pastor's wife. They've passed on. They're graduated to heaven. They were Baptist preachers, and they had gone through or was going through a really, really hard time. And he actually was in trouble for some business deals that he didn't realize, or maybe he did. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a past. But she was praying for her and her son, for him and his son, and the Holy Spirit came and baptized her. And then a couple of weeks later, he went to some men that he knew to have them pray for him and over him. And he got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And when he came home and told her, honey, I've got to tell you something. I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit and I've been speaking, I was, I'm speaking in tongues and coming from a Baptist background that's highly unusual. They were Baptist preachers and ran a Baptist church. And she said, oh, thank God I've been speaking in tongues for a couple of weeks now. So that just goes to show you it really doesn't matter. It's the heart that is wanting it or needing it, that Holy Spirit will show up and, and do that. And please do not misunderstand me. I am not criticizing the Baptist religion at all. I think there are some amazing Baptist church. The Baptist religion teaches you about the Word of God. They get you in there, and you will learn it. And there is nothing wrong with that. I was just highlighting them coming to being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Don't, please don't twist my words. Anyway, I just wanted to jump on really quick to encourage maybe other people that are going through what I was going through, kind of still trying to figure out how to get to the other side of it. And I would encourage you to do exactly what I had mentioned earlier in Jude one twenty, to build yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, reading the Word of God, turning on praise music, even if you don't feel like it, you don't want to, you've been doing it, it's not really working, pray, pray, and ask the Holy Spirit to come, ask the Lord to come, and really just get in there. I think as a society, we think we have to feel everything, everything has to happen quick, 
you know, it's the age that we live in. Sometimes you're not going to feel anything. And sometimes it's not going to feel good. But still do it. Don't let your mind or the enemy convince you that you're just going through the motions and this really isn't going to do anything for you. It's not going to help. You're not really there. You're just kind of blah, blah, blah. That is a lie. Every time you open the word of God and you read it, it is depositing something in you. Remember, God says that his word does not return to him void, that it will actually penetrate down to between the marrow and the bones. Like that's cellular DNA level. So don't let this world, your own mind, the lies of the enemy, testing of your faith, anything that you're going through, keep you out of the word of God. That is probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned is even if you read Job, which is a really hard chapter for me to read or book, I'm sorry, to read. But even if I'm reading it, I'm still reading the word of God, right? Like that is still something. So I want to encourage you, get your word out, start reading it, push through, push through the distractions, make yourself put your phone on the whole other side of the room, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you got going on can wait and just tell yourself, I'm going to read the word of God and I'm going to get something out of it. Something that I may not have known, something that may pertain to what I'm walking through, something that may not, something that may just kind of be cool. Get yourself a study Bible. There's also a um, program that you can download called eSword. It's like um, King James version of the Bible, but it also gives you the strong concordance on every single word almost in the Bible which is pretty cool. I've learned a ton of stuff from that program, also from my study Bible. So don't believe the lie that you're not doing anything and that you're not depositing something good in you by reading the word of God, even if you don't feel it. You will. It will come. Anyway, I love you guys. Praying for you. I thank you for praying for me. And we'll talk soon.